up everyone and welcome to the Primax Rewind here on the Moto Limited Network. Episode number two, my name is Trent Maher as always and I am joined by a less sleepy version this time of Nick Still. What's happening buddy? Not much mate, uh, caught up on some sleep, feeling a lot better. You, lot. Were, you were in Mackay. Yes, I was at Mackay, I got the privilege and I'm going to call it the privilege to attend uh, round two of the Pro Max at that lustrous place. It is amazing, that uh, facility they have up there at Gum Valley. It's pretty awesome. I mean, I'd been there before and ridden there a couple of times on uh, on some practice days and things like that. So I knew what you guys were going into, but you personally hadn't been there before. And a lot of people, I think, hadn't been to that facility before. And uh, it, it's pretty mind-blowing. And, and even on television, Nick, I was obviously not there. Just watching on television, it was... It was pretty cool to see, and they had some really good aerial shots, which I think did the the place justice. Yeah, you know, I was um, my biggest thing coming into it. I was like, I thought the soil was completely different up there. When I got up there, I was actually surprised. You know, one part of the track is you know relatively pretty sandy, and mm. then over the back there, it gets to a bit more loamy but hard pack. Yeah, it's not quite sand. It's like deco, yep. which it's like a gravel almost. It was really really weird, and then you know the. I just love how the start straights are just nice grass. Like <laughs> You don't get anything better than that. You know, up the back there, it's a lot more tighter, a lot more slower. A mm. um, couple of big jumps, then you get back out the front, real fast section. Uh, uh, the average speed around that track have been in- incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great facility and it's awesome to have it on the schedule. And hopefully it hangs around. It's got the Conondale-esque aura about it you know they've, they've they raced australian motocross championships there back in the 70s and 80s so it's been on on the schedule before um but it just has that feel where nobody really gets a ride it during a year and it's kind of that one-off event for nationals we go to this track and and uh and ride it and as i said set in the cane fields there in Mackay, just with serena 30 minutes out 40 minutes out of Mackay. so beautiful facility uh and to be honest it really shook up the racing action yeah you know um when we left one faggy, I had a lot of questions. And 
I've still got questions coming out of round two. And I don't think it's going to be probably till like round four till we start to see a trend that we can start to work with. Um, let's, you know, the biggest news from it is obviously the accident that Luke Clout had mm. um, and, and then suffered a, a broken uh, tib and fib. And then I think some internal issues as well with him. That's his championship done. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's, 100%. That's, and that's the number one yeah. out of the field, really. Yeah, I mean, as you said, there was more questions. But I feel like we got a lot more answers this one. Round one, we we definitely just come out going, well, we don't really know anything. Where this one, I feel like we we learn a couple of things. Uh, we're going to start with, with the MX1 division. And uh, what I think we learned is that Kyle Webster can win one of these things. One, two on the day and, and walks away with the overall. And takes the red plate, obviously, with what happened to with what happened to Luke Clout. But I feel like it was a, the, it was like a, it looked like he rode with pressure off himself this time, where yeah, oh. a lot of pressure around one. Yeah. This one, he looked a little bit more relaxed. You know, like we talked about the preseason with you know Kyle potentially being, you know, he's the favorite. There was so much talk, you know, new kid from two fifty coming into the MX one class. He was up here, he was flying. Round one didn't really go his way or the way yeah. he predicted it, so he got that the monkey off his monkey off his back, so to speak, and then uh, went down, went out to Mackay, and he he stayed off the ground. Yep, and that's the main thing I think with these races is what we've found. Um, and not only that, he's I think his bike looked even better. Well, I mean, all these questions we have right now, Nick. We are going to talk to Kyle Webster after this. We're going to get Kyle on the phone, winner of the MX1 class and now red plate holder. Uh, we're going to get him on after this. But yeah, as I said, his bike looked better. He looked better. Um, and typical Webster charges too, both motos. He wasn't get out front and run away with and these. That's, he that's, worked. The, that's the weird thing. Yeah, I'm still predicting that we just see one of these Kyle Webster whole shot and just gone. Yeah. And that's almost what I predicted MX1 at Wonthagia. We that's thought. right. That's right. And, you know, it's... um. He started in the second motor, but couldn't obviously couldn't get that done. Yeah, well, while we're talking about the the Honda HRC guys, mm. Dean Ferris, that that is the biggest turnaround yep. that I possibly could have seen. And uh, you know, I spoke to Reeve Konsky about this directly himself, and they changed a lot to do with that motorcycle. Um, and you know, I, I'll admit it right now, they proved me wrong. Oh, I they, mean, they made me eat my words. Yeah, I mean, but but they really didn't. You said that there's something wrong with that motorcycle. And, yep. we, and, and again, the question that we got answered is, is not Dean Ferris is out of shape and not ready for this after two years off, is that Dean Ferris was chasing a bike setting. Because once he got that bike handling, we had vintage Dean Ferris in the final moto. So that is, I think, one of the questions we got answered out of round one is that, okay, it wasn't Dean that was off. He just wasn't quite set with that motorcycle yep. yet. And now it looks like he's finding it. Watch out the rest of the field, and especially his teammate Cole Webster, because we know what Dean can do with a bit of confidence and a, and a bit of a run on. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that you said, he goes, he's a champion. Oh, because, three times. And champion works this out. Yeah. Champion will that and just it was uh it was good to see it. You I, know? Yeah, I, 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 I after the first round I was like, oh no, like this isn't gonna be good. And the turn that turnaround, uh, with whatever that team did, you know, that's a massive props and everything so you go to that mm. team directly because whatever they did it worked and and, and it was, i think it was visible too because it was both riders oh yeah yeah yep. absolutely so, uh, dean ferris wins a wins a final motto uh, of the day and, and gets himself a second on the podium he looked he was out front in the first one <coughs> pardon me he was out front in the first one and then that first lap dude though he did not look good motto one there was a lot of mistakes from dean and i think 
he didn't quite have that bike set up for the first one, but he nailed it in the second one. But yeah, he looked like he could have went one, one on the day, but that first moto, I think he still wasn't quite right with that bike. Cause there was a few times where I'm like, Whoa, that was, that was a big moment. And we're going to talk about plenty of moments coming through this thing, but uh, yeah, dude, Dean, Dean Ferris wins the final moto second on the podium. Um, one dude that I think's never got a question against him, Nick. It's Todd Waters. Todd Waters. Yep. He's just a beast. Just full stop. And don't forget, he rode all day Friday, all day Saturday. Yep. Out there in the bush, in the rain, on the rocks. Podiums. Like it, podiums and AORC. It would have been a shit show yeah. out there. Yep. And then comes and just does that performance. Just stupid. Stupid. Like, first moto, my legs hurt. He's still on the podium saying that his legs hurt from the two days of riding. But then comes out and puts himself back in position again in the final moto to land himself on the podium overall for the day. And you know, it's it's not like he inherited a from a crash or something like he was on it all day. He's pushing he, to yep. the end. That battle at the end of that last moto in the four fifty class was insane. There was so many bikes. Once Webster made the pass on Tanny, Tanny then had a freight train. Gibbs, Waters, uh, I think uh, Metcalf was in that as well. Like it was an epic battle coming through from behind and and uh, yeah, Todd was in amongst that. Um question. Yes. Can Todd Waters Three, 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 three's way to a victory here, to a to a championship. Because I mean, Con- dude, consistency is the key. Ultimately, he's the only rider that's been on the you, box both you, rounds. You keep doing that, and when you get down to the pointy end, you you find yourself within grasps of this. And I hate to say it, but at the end of this season, there's a lot of tracks that Todd Waters is good at. That's right. And when I mean good at, he's ex- exceptionally good at. And, and he's at home. Yes. In Queensland. Final Queensland is technically his home in Mackay, but he really has never ridden that track. Once we get him on QMP and Coolum, it's going to be a different story for these guys. These are his tracks. This is his backyard. This is where he lives now. He lives in Brisbane, down the Gold Coast, you know? So he, he rides these tracks all the time. He will be dangerous. An- another rider I expect to, to, you know, benefit from that as well is the, the number five, Kirk Gibbs, uh, KDM factory rider. Gibbs, I think it's just still building that base. Um, you know, the, the preseason for Gibbs with the injury and stuff like that. I think yeah, he's just going to progressively get a bit better as we, as we move on. And then the same thing, we're going to get to tracks that he's comfortable at. It's his home. Yeah. Uh, this thing at Coolum, dude, it could be the Todd Waters-Kirk Gibbs showdown. Throw in Kyle Webbs, who is great in the sand. Aaron Tant, you... you the race is going to be friggin' incredible. Yeah, Gibbsy is is building another fifth for for Gibbsy uh, on the on the weekend, and and as I said, you can see him building. He's progressing. He was you know running with the guys deep into the race again, and intensity looked a little better out of him. But that's not what Gibbsy's known for, though. Is that intensity? He's known for that diesel engine, wind it up, get it done, sort of thing. So um, it was it was good to see Gibbs in the battle again, but. It'd be interesting to see what he can do with a start out in front, see whether he can show the show the younger guys what's up. So, uh, but as you said, Queensland is going to be good rounds, but I mean he can't wait till then. That are the last two rounds of championship. He's no, gonna, I, I he's think he'll I think he'll get better as as this thing gets along. Um, one thing we'll take from the weekend with him it was very anticlimactic for him. You know, as in, as when we were saying he wasn't on the ground or anything like that. He was just out there doing laps, uh, pushing his way to the front. I, I did not see much of him on the weekend, the way the track just circulating and, you know, doing his laps. What about the TV side of things? Uh, a little bit in that battle because it was a pretty good battle there. Yep. Um, he got third in the final moto. Yeah. Like, it's not like he just was out there. No, definitely not. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's um, 
he's yeah, he's good and he's going to continue to get better. We know Kirk Gibbs can do this. Uh, the other rider he missed there in fourth was Aaron Tanty, uh, second in the first moto, and then uh, that final moto man. He, we found out he was sick. Uh, he said it on the broadcast. He said it, you know, all weekend, but it affected him in that last one, man, because it, it, you know. That anchor was pretty heavy. Like you could see, he was visibly struggling to 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 keep it together, you know. And and he's not unfit, and he's not out of shape. So it wasn't that. It was just sheerly trying to deal with whatever virus he was having or issue he was having. He couldn't breathe. Um, it's tough. But Tanny's Tanny is think cementing himself as one of these title contenders, a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, hey, look now, he's a he's the sole guy on that CDR Yamaha team. Flying that flag solo, um, and I think that's a challenge that he'll take and rise to it as well. I think it's only a matter of time till we see Aaron Tant. He's a race winner in the 450 class. He looks unbelievable on that motorcycle. The transition to that team once we get once again, yeah, it's uh, it's great. And you know, he looked really, really good in that first moto. Oh yeah, looked really, really good. How how spooked do you think he was though, watching his teammate, like the the. V- how violent that crash was. It was right in front. You see Tanny on the broadcast jump and look over his shoulder like, shit. Yeah. Like, what did I just watch? So, do you, like, I know these guys are ultimate professionals, but you got to start, like, thinking, oh, man, like, that's that's pretty insane. Like, I oh, keep this thing. You know, that's it. And, you know, hopefully, you know, this talks about the maturity thing as well. If you are not feeling it, don't send it. Yeah. Don't send it. It's a second round. It's and, a long championship. Don't send it. Yeah. And I think that's what that final moto was for him. He, yep. did, he did crash late. Yep. Um, which cost him a couple more positions. But uh, and I like, dude, I can vouch how crook he was. Yeah. He was rough. Yeah. He was he was rough. The poor guy. Uh, in behind Gibbsy in fifth is Brett Metcalf in sixth, just running in and around the top five for Medi. He's an absolute beast of a of a rider. Um. I love the long hair hanging out the back. Like he just like doesn't care anymore, and he just goes out and shows the kids like this is what uh, old man strength's all about. Like he's I, I just, doing it. I just like the fact as well. Um, you know, he's doing his own thing, yeah. his own program, stuff like that on board the KDM, doing his, just doing his, doing his thing. You know, it, it's disappointing that he couldn't return to um, the the HRC team with Uribe mm. there, but, mm. you know, he's uh, got himself a bike and, dude, he's still looking good for an old guy. He, he does look very good and, as I said, six on the day. Uh, he was in that battle in the first one. He got uh, fourth in the first one and, and in the second one, he was in amongst that battle as well. So, he was in, in that top five battles all day. Um, so, that was cool to see. Uh, next rider, Jaden Rikers. Very consistent day for Rikers, I think. 14 points is seven. Seventh, uh, so, he went seven, seven for seven. <laughs> system works system works uh, he, he 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 wasn't on TV much he just he looked good though yeah. I, I actually I, I've got that in my notes as well for him he looked really really good and I think with that Empire Kawasaki team as well they're getting better yeah they're fig- figuring this thing out and uh, it, it's awesome to see and then Jaden as well he's a great guy and I yeah I'm, I'm just happy to see him excelling and, and doing well in the class as well. There we go. Move on. Lockie Latimer, eighth. Lockie continues to surprise. First, I mean, technically Metcalf is a privateer rider. Uh, so I guess he's the second privateer rider inside the top 10. Um, dude, the guy is just getting better every time we watch him ride. I, I, I think it's time to just accept the fact that he's one of that guy now. It wasn't a fluke at one thaggy. It was he's that, that guy now. You know what? 
like I don't know this very well, but I would like to know if he would get approached for a factory team or because they have that team, does he get overlooked? That'd be a very interesting question to find out. Because, I mean, if they start overlooking him, there's some guys that are sitting in behind him here that have factory motorcycles. I I don't think so. I, I, I think... It'd be interesting. Yeah. I, it'd be interesting to see what happens at the end of this year. If he continues his streak and continues to put himself in these positions of beating these guys on these motorcycles, I would love to know what the conversation is moving forward because he's one of those guys that probably would excel on, on that bit. And I mean, not saying what he's got now is, is bad, but imagine... Oh, yeah. The, the level he can take. Yeah, 100%. You know? and, and, and he deserves it. And, I mean, they do a lot of their own stuff and, and organize a lot of their own gear and bikes and all that sort of stuff. Like, they do a lot of work to get this thing rolling. It's not like they just show up, you know? So, be interesting to see. But he, another great ride for, for Lockheed Latimer, eighth overall. And then uh, Caleb Ward, the return of Caleb Ward. This one was cool. I had, uh, you know, I remember hanging out with Caleb Ward a lot earlier, you know, in his career as well. And I... Forgot what happened to him. He I went just, to Europe and had a real horrible time. And, in Europe. Yeah, I knew that when yeah. he came back. That was it, wasn't it? Just yeah. didn't, didn't ride or anything. Tried to do a privateer thing. Like I still remember of Caleb Ward is that uh, Conondale breakout ride on the two fifty two show yep. where he just was. Everyone was like, "Who the hell is like Caleb Ward?" Like he just broke onto the scene out of nowhere. Far North Queensland kid, so you can understand being Mackay why he's there. But um, all I'm saying is, you know, for your comeback ride. Doing ninth at the Pro MX with some of these guys and some of the guys behind him. Another privateer bike, dude. Too. Uh, congratulations, that's awesome. Yeah, very good for Caleb Ward. Again, with TV, you only really see the front guys, so I I couldn't see much of what goes on behind this. That is, I mean, but again, when we watch Supercross and stuff, Nick, same thing. We have yep. the same issue, so you cannot complain about it. No, no, that dude. I I seen him on the track, and I actually seen his name on the board. I was like, "Wow, hello, he's back," which is awesome. So, um, I'm interested if he does more just a Queensland round, or if he continues to do something like that. But uh, yeah, he's back. Uh, Hayden Melros tenth. Yeah, the the gas gas rider. Uh, what's your thoughts? I I'm gonna make a phone call tomorrow and just try and find out some more information because this is very uncharacteristic for Hayden Melros mm. and it hasn't been good the first two rounds. I know he had an injury coming in and we've we've been aware of that, but how bad that still is or how much that's lingering is a question I'd like to do. So I'm gonna make a phone call tomorrow uh, to somebody in the team and see if I can find out a little bit more about Hayden Melros's status because yeah, it, it has not been pretty for the factory gas gas machine. For how pretty those motorcycles are, the results on the track haven't shown for Melros, who was running inside the top five like last year. We were talking about him battling with with Waters, Tanny, and, and Gibbs. Yeah. But now we're talking about him in behind technically three privateer riders. So, you know, no offense to these privateer guys because they are killing it at the moment. But Mel Ross is getting good equipment, good bikes, and running in behind them. So, yep. yeah. Um, I like to, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, do... I'm not going to slander until no. we know the full story behind it. Um, right behind him, the 81 Joel Evans, privateer once again. Another, another nearly top 10 finish for, yep, for uh, Evans, which is cool to see. And, you know, he puts in a lot as well. Big uh, effort. Big effort. And, you know, dude, he lives out of a van as well. I mean, a lot of these guys in behind him here now, we start really getting into true privateers. Like, you know, 
we cover a lot of the American stuff and now we get to cover our Australian stuff. You get to see this more prevalent. You know, there's the top nearly 18 in Supercross of factory bikes at the start of the season. I mean, we're fresh into the season and, you know, there's really only eight or nine factory bikes. So um, we get back into true privateers. But cool to see Joel back up there again. Uh, Another consistent... Uh, consistent day for him as well, going uh, 11-10 on the day. So, um, or 10-11, sorry, yep. on the day. Yep. Um, another good ride for him. Uh, Jobin Baldwin, uh, part of that Ride Red Honda team, the yep. 48 bike. He, uh, again, another solid day for for that guy, that Ride Red team. Did they have the whole setup up there? Or yeah, they it? actually have Ride Red truck. I, did, I didn't yeah, see it one thing. He said he was going to get the truck for... Yep. Um, Which, yeah. yeah, it looked yeah. great. And, you know, once again, this is another thing I sort of want to commend uh, the club on as well, is the whole outside of the track on the far section really had the trucks. And it doesn't matter if you're a factory guy or, you know... Uh, I seen the Moto One truck. It was there along there as yeah. well. It was a really, really good presentation of how they had the pits. But the privateer still, uh, it was better. Yeah, it was. Oh, they had be- more room. It was better. Yeah, I, I'm going to say room. that. But once again, yeah, you know the Honda, whether it's Reeve, whether it's Ride Red, anyone with that, they do they do a really, really good job there. Okay, now we'll start uh, tearing through these because we are going to get to our first guest of the evening, um, the winner of the weekend in the MX1 class and now red plate holder, Kyle Webster. Uh, but we'll go through here. Joel Whiteman in 13th. Uh, Cody O'Lone, one of the Queensland kids, part of the Motor One uh, program in 14th. Corey yep. Watts in 15th. Zachary Watson, another um, North Queensland kid, uh, gets himself in there. Oliver Marchin. Toowoomba kid with to- the, uh, with the yep. MPTM up there as well. Great to see him scoring some points in this as well. Yep, Kai Orchard, another Queensland kid, Bo Dargle. Um, he's been retired for a bit, comes out and does a national in Mackay. Like, uh, it's cool to see him Scores bring him out. some points. Uh, and I mean, the rest of these kids are Queenslanders too. Jesse Bishop and uh, Zane L- Dunlop run out, run out the 21 that scored points on the weekend. Uh, obviously, notable mentions of the crash to to Luke Clout. Yep. Um, that probably, I mean, we'd say a season ender, but we don't race week in, week out. So... I mean, depending on how bad it is. The, the, that that injury, at a minimum, is eight weeks. Yeah, but I mean, in eight weeks, we're probably only missing two rounds. That's 200 points. No, that's 100 points, two rounds. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I know, I understand yeah, yeah, that, yeah. but I mean, still, like, come out and and try and win some races with the one. Like, we could see him back this year. Is what I'm saying. I don't, I, you don't scratch him off for the season. No, it could oh, be I just back. mean as a championship. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. championship's yep. done. Uh, you know, but we sh- we I think we'll see the number one back uh, towards the end of the season and and just try and crack out some race wins with the number one on. Um, and then Matt Moss had a horrendous day as well. Yeah. Um, you know, watching that. How was your day? Videos yeah, that, that you dude, got? that was that was rough. Yeah, you know he got pretty emotional. I mean, Matt's come out and, and verbally said this is his final season, and you could see the emotion coming out of him. And, and to be honest, Nick, when I watched it, I knew exactly where he was on a lesser level for myself. Yeah, it's uh, it's you know whether you love the guy, you hate the guy. Yeah, you have to feel for him, especially when the emotion is there like that. Yeah. He's, he's giving. Passionate. He's giving everything he's got. He is passionate. And it's it's just, yeah that 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 uh that got me a little bit. Yeah. So I I said to uh I haven't said this to you, but I said on, on a lower level I knew I know the feeling because when I said I was done with racing and the the final race I just come in and just broke down because it didn't go the way I wanted to. I wanted the fairy tale finish. I wanted to you know do these things and check off the boxes, and I didn't get to do it. 
And I think Matt's in that similar boat. I think he wanted to come out. He wanted to prove that he still was as good as he once was. And it just hasn't gone the way he wants. And, and he's just that motion, you know. Hopefully, hopefully he's all right, though. And, you know, he yeah. can continue to do these rounds and, you know, and get this thing underway and, you know, have these breakout things that are that he's, uh, you know, you know, dreaming of. That's it. Uh, but other than that, that's going to be a wrap. MX1, anything else for you that you've seen up there on the weekend? Ah, uh, no, that's basically it. Just the, the main things there, obviously, being Luke Clout, um, Dean Ferris being a standout ride. Mm. Um, congratulations to them and, you know, their, their team there as well. Um, making me look like an idiot. <laughs> no, <laughs> just joking. Um, and then Kyle Webster as well. Congratulations on him for his first overall in, uh, you know, the MX1 class. That's it. Well, let's get to the guy right now. We'll be back with Kyle Webster. As promised, guys, we are joined by the winner of the MX1 division and now new red plate holder, Nick, on that big bad Honda, the 96. Kyle Webster. Kyle, how are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. How are you? Mate, uh, we are good, but I don't think we're as good as you. Uh, got that win off your back in the MX1 division. That must feel pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, second second national in that class, so I'm really really happy to get an overall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm stoked. The the pressure coming into round one though was, were you kind of feeling that? Because I mean, the talk was in all the media outlets was, Cole Webbs is going to come in and, and take over, and you know, did that play a little a part in what happened at round one, or was it just sort of your first time in that 450 division? I'm not sure to be honest. Like I, I really didn't feel like I felt the pressure. Maybe I did. Yep. Um, but I think the track was just honestly really tricky, and um, yeah, caught me out a few times. <laughs> so I think that I probably was pushing a little bit too hard, especially, especially in that first moto. Um, I guess getting the whole shot my first race, I was like, oh, better get going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, couple couple mistakes there, but. Yeah, the, the second race, honestly, I tried, like, going to the line. I was like, all right, wherever we start, just be smart. <laughs> yeah. Not cruise around, but just ride to the track, you know, and then and I felt like I did that for the whole race. But, yeah, just – I guess it just caught me out again and um, terrible timing. But you live and you learn, I suppose. And, uh, yeah, I made sure I learned from those lessons and brought it to Mackay. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a big uh, number of red – oh, I was going to say number one, but they'll, that'll be – that's coming. Yeah, that's coming. Sure. <laughs> uh, it's red at the moment. But from a bike point of view, you know, your teammate, Dean Ferris, his round one really wasn't as good as it was or it could have been. Coming into round two for him, it was a massive turnaround. Did you guys work on the bike from a point of view with the motorcycle? Did you change much between the first and the second round? Yes, we both did. <laughs> so we, um, were you happy with um, your bike at round one? Well, I was leading up to it um, because obviously it's really, really hard to replicate those conditions, you know. Mm. Yeah. Um, so leading up to it, I was pretty happy with what I was riding on, but we were only really riding sort of tracks that were a little bit rough yep. um, because it's been so dry down here as well. It's been really hard to actually get the gnarly tracks. And... Um, yeah, sort of. I think the court caught us out a little bit around one with how rough it was. So, yeah, we made some changes and worked with the team, I guess, and, and everybody. And yeah, came up with something. Well, actually, went back to something that I sort of finished on last year mm-hmm. that I knew worked and worked in those conditions. And I just went back to that for now. And, yeah, it, uh, it worked out well for me. <laughs> it did. I mean, again, charge through the pack, 
both motos on the weekend as well. Like you, you, you didn't get the whole shots like you did round one. You know, you had to work for it. Did that make it a little bit better for you where you kind of weren't out front thinking about it? You were kind of working your way towards the front um, for that first race win? Yeah, yeah. Well, like I was really surprised. My starts have been quite good on the 450. I haven't done a ton on that thing, so I was really nervous about that. But yeah. I actually whole shot the first motor and um, going down into the second turn, Dean passed me and then uh, we both sort of slid out together. So we, I got shuffled back. Yeah. Um, and then the second motor, I just didn't get it quite as, as good start. I was in third and same thing going down to the second corner. I got swamped by a heap of people and got <laughs> shuffled out the back again. So, yeah, it, was, uh, it wasn't too bad. Like, I guess it kind of keeps your head on your shoulders when you're in that position because you're racing forward. You're not really worried about what's coming behind you. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's something that helped me because I enjoy chasing. Like I enjoy being in the mix of it all, you know. Yeah, and uh, eating the roost, and I sure <laughs> ate a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the track, like the Mackay is the first time uh, we've been there in a very, very long time, um, and a lot of people's their first time there. Like, how did you find that racetrack? I mean, it's kind of people like general consensus, Nick, is it's fast. Yeah, <laughs> is yeah. the only answer we've really been getting. But how was it for you uh, up there? Good. I really, really liked it. It uh, it caught me off guard as to how fast it was in the first practice. Yep. Like I uh, I rolled around for a good ten minutes trying to remember where everything <laughs> was before I started jumping things. Um, but once you got into a flow of it, it was a sick track. It really, really reminded me of Manjima. Yep. Um, obviously it's a bit different, but just just the atmosphere, the surroundings, and the speed of the track, I think was. And just had to swap soils, you know, like it went from saying it's a little bit harder to a bit sandier and really just had to be on your toes. But I loved it. Like I, the rougher the track, the better for me. I'm, I'm a fan of it all. So, yeah, I thought it was really, really cool. Yeah, I was saying the same thing. I, You know, my expectations of that track and the soil was completely different than how different it can be from one section uh, to the other. Was Did you have to make changes to the bike between the first and second moto, you know, because it was go- you were going from, you know, such a high-speed area than out the back it was a lot different? Was that hard to set the bike up during the day or was it – did you guys leave it between moto one and two? I honestly didn't touch a click the whole day. <laughs> I left my bike from the last time I rode it at the practice track. <laughs> well, you know, it was funny. We were talking, me and Trent were talking about this prior and we said the same thing that your bike looked a whole lot better all day than it did at one thaggy. Yeah. And another question I have about one thaggy is, you know, you've done a, a ridiculous amount of laps around there. Did that track form up different to what you expected it was going to be at the first round or was it just, you know, you expected it was going to get like that? Well, we've been riding there a bit over the summer, obviously. So it got quite a hard base. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, oh, well, we were actually all helping the guys get the track ready during the week like the week prior um and we're watering and in the tractors and whatever but it i thought it was going to be a little deeper than what it turned out to be which by all means we haven't had rain in such a long time so for how dry it has been the track was unreal like ross and all that such a good job of it but i like normally i love it like with how rough it got and everything I'm a massive fan. Like we went and rode there Tuesday after wanting um, as well. Didn't touch it, just went and rode it. And it was sick. So I think, yeah, it was definitely a bit different than what I expected, but it was, um, it was good. I liked it. Uh, Going back to the weekend, 
Uh, I wanted to ask you about the final moto. You went off that like rocket jump that kind of went around to the left and went real long when you went past Tanny. Did you, were you in the air going, oh no, I missed the jump here. <laughs> yeah. So I actually rewatched it this morning because I was like, in my mind, Aaron was right there. Yeah. And he was close still, don't get me wrong, but he wasn't as close as what I thought he was. And, I, yeah, I definitely hit that thing way too fast. <laughs> In the air, I was like, oh, this could be bad. Because there was water barriers just off to the right yeah. of that too. <laughs> yes, there was. I was looking them dead in the eye. <laughs> I, I love it. I just, I remember because you just see uh, Hammy or Hoags or whatever. And he's like, oh, Webster. And I'm like, I watched it. They showed it on replay and they slowed down. I was like, whoa, that was actually pretty big and pretty close to that. Uh, yeah. To that. So, uh, well, it was like, Considering how big the track was and how wide it was, it was actually quite hard to pass because I yeah. guess there's always that one pass line, you know? Yeah. So you really have to set something up or wait for a mistake to, I guess, to make the pass or capitalize on something. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I, that's what happens when there's, I guess, a lot of good guys, the lines form up it, the it, fastest way possible. So. It was funny watching you and uh, Aaron Tanty come out of the rollers and that left hander before you come down the hill. You guys had a real different line between that and your I don't know, you changed your line up halfway through that moto and you had such a better run on to Aaron Tanty coming down that hill. Like just watching you guys swap lines and I think it was the, the lap after Aaron must have picked up onto your line. But what's, do you, have you got any idea the average speed <laughs> that you guys were doing uh, around that circuit? Oh, I have no idea. I would love to see it though, because it would be up there. Yeah. It'd be crazy. I th- I'm going to have to search. I'll see if there's any statistics on the lap chart, chart stuff. But yep. um, yeah, it's a fast track. And that was another thing that pass that you made uh, on, t- I think it was Tanny in the first yes, one. Yeah. And that's how he, he set up, dude. He, yeah. gained that, he went outside where Tanny was cutting back inside. And his corner speed up there was just like, the excuse lo- my language, fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> the, the- I have no idea how I caught in that one little section because I was about a second back. Or yeah, yeah, it was all it was in that first, corner. Yeah, yeah. Yep. the first or second lap, I went back to the inside there and yep. I yep. just had a good drive and sent it about six bumps further than what yeah. I was prior that, to that. And, that was uh, that was sick. I was like, for dear life. yeah, I was like, man, how like, you just come from nowhere and like because I wasn't there unfortunately I was yeah you know, here in the studio watching it on TV and I was like where the hell did Webster just come from yeah. like he wasn't even in the shot of the camera they're following Teddy next minute this big 96 Honda just lands and we're like out of nowhere out of nowhere yeah. it was cool it was cool uh but again you had an amazing weekend um walk away with the red plate too i mean it sucks what happens to what happened to luke but um it's unfortunately the game we all play uh but it must uh must feel pretty good to a get the monkey off the back with that win uh but also have the red plate now you were pretty comfortable with it last year in mx2 so um you know you feel the same way now in the but on the bigger bike yeah yeah i think so i actually haven't even looked at the points so i don't know <laughs> what how they sit to be honest i um yeah, I'm not sure of that, but no, it's cool. I mean, it's no different, really. Um, <laughs> we're still very, very early in the season. Um, I just guess it looks cool. That's about it. That's it. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Um, dude, we seen you up here in Queensland too for for Harvey Bay. Um, for for the Sunshine State MX series, uh, it was cool to see you up riding our our local stuff. How did you find that event? Um, that Harvey Bay track's pretty looked pretty tough. You were trying to figure it out all day. Yeah, that was that was hard. Um, it was 
it was a lot narrower than what I expected. Yeah. And I think with obviously the juniors and whatnot the day before and then I guess some on the same day, it made the bumps a little bit awkward, like they were quite small and sharp. Yep. But I just felt like whenever I tried to get a flow on and open things up, you'd end up being off the track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Yeah, so, that, uh, that's, that happens a fair bit there. <laughs> yeah, like I sort of felt like you just had to ride it tight. And that's not really how uh, I like to ride sand tracks, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> so that was hard. But also, I guess, just racing Toddy, like he's such an experienced racer. Yeah. And um, he he knows how to make a bike quite wide and make it really hard to pass. So <laughs> on a tight was, track as well. Actually, yeah, that was really really good for me. I um, learned a lot that day. Uh, I guess also once again ate a hell of a lot of roof, <laughs> but it was uh, very very beneficial for me. I think and. Yeah, just to learn how those guys sort of race because it's not exactly like that in the lights class. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's been a great transition for you. Um, you know, it's it's no secret if you listen to our stuff. I'm a I'm a Kyle Webster guy. I, <laughs> I've been backing you in from the Thank beginning. You. I'm trying not to fanboy as much as I was. <laughs> nah, Why are you sweating? I'm not. <laughs> I got sweat going. Uh, um, I don't I don't want to tell Kyle this, but I I like to. I'll just blow myself out. Uh, Vaughn Thaggy. Oh, no. Race, oh, no. race number one, you whole shot. I'm yelling, just give him the championship. I've got, <laughs> dude, I've got text messages on my phone from the weekend. <laughs> just give him the plate. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Kyle. I, I, and I mean, it's, as I said, I've been a fan of yours for a while now. I've sort of followed your career a lot. And um, I know, I just, you, you give us a lot of time on the show. This isn't the first time you've done one of our podcasts for us. You always say yes when we are. So, um, you know, uh, I'm a fan just because you purely uh, give us, a, you know, a, your time, which we, we know is precious. So, uh, no, yeah. no, anytime, you know, one, well, uh, yeah, no problem. One more question I have for you is, okay, so you've, 450, you've, you've won the championship with your Eve on the 250, <laughs> okay. on the 450. Let me finish this. Let me finish. Um, you know, potentially, if you can wrap this thing up on the, on the 450 as well, what's next? You know, do you, do you see yourself trying to make a move over to Europe, over to America? I'm sure your Eve would be probably one of the biggest, you know, pushes for that. He loves seeing his guys excel and, and, and you know, going around the world. Or would you stick around Australia and do it again? What, what's uh, the long-term goal for, for Kyle Webster? I'm honestly not sure. Like I, I, as every racer, always want to go overseas. Don't get me wrong. Like if that opportunity arises, I would definitely like to take it. But I think it, it has to be the right sort of opportunity. If you know what I mean. Yep. Like I don't want to, I guess go there and, yeah, just go there and race and and wing it. Like I want to yeah. go there and do it properly. Yeah. Um. So if something like that came up, then definitely I'd love to. And yeah, Comps is the biggest advocate for trying to go overseas and um i love that because he's always pushing for bigger and better things but yeah we've still got six rounds of this championship and that's my main focus at the moment and um yeah there's a there's a hell of a lot of fast guys in that class so can't look too far into the future at the moment we just need to uh take it day by day and yeah if that opportunity comes up then um yeah, well, I'll, I'll definitely take it. That's it. That's a go. Hey, I got one more, and then we'll let you go, Kyle. We know you're uh, you're at dinner at the moment again. No, nah, no stress. I uh, appreciate no stress. it. Uh, how's Ross? Was he uh, whipping you boys this morning? Getting you no uh, 
no, yeah, good riders, just back to business or give you a little bit of a pat on the back? Yeah, no, Ross is, Ross is always stoked, you know. Yeah. Um, he knows how much hard work we put in. Yeah. He may not show it sometimes, <laughs> but we know that he's he's happy with it. Yeah. But I, I like that, you know, like there's – it's, I guess it's, it's just back to normal business as of Tuesday. Yeah. Back to the track, keep working to be better. Like there's no point, there's no point floating around and um, just waiting for the next race. I guess you always going to try and be better for the next one. And that's exactly what everybody else will be doing. So we're just going to make sure we're working harder and, and getting better. And yeah, I, I guess you are, uh, I'm still stoked from the weekend, but yeah, you got to try and stay level-headed and and not let it affect i guess the program and stuff too much and keep moving forwards and uh yeah get ready for the next one there you go such a humble dude dude. yeah uh, Just, yeah, yeah. Wait, now you know why i'm a car oh dude 100 percent. it's the, these the, a lot of these 250 guys need to to see what he does and the way he composes himself yeah. and he's a uh, yeah learn from yep. uh all right well we'll let you go carl get to dinner you're actually there with alex who uh we're we're chatting to uh on the show here as well so uh just give him stick about his starts as well because you know he's uh he needs to work on them. He needs a couple of yeah, them. Yeah, I've been, I've been giving it to him and Jai today. Nice. I like it, yeah. And Jai getting <laughs> yeah. run over by his teammate as well. That was pretty funny on the weekend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but do appreciate the time. Uh, I'll see you in Wodonga in a few weeks' time and uh, keep the keep the ball rolling. Yeah, that'll be good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Kyle. Cheers, buddy. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Trent. Mm. How do you feel? That was your guy. That's that guy. was your guy. Uh, I'm trying not to. No, hey, well, just don't knock that bottle of Kool-Aid over. Oh, got, thanks. Got, thanks got, to, got to your shoulder there, bud. I'm, I'm trying. I just I've played it cool. I don't know how I did, but I feel like I played it cool. He, he's a great guy. Awesome. Kyle's a great guy. Yeah. And it's this thing's most definitely exciting. But also what is exciting yes. is this Pirelli MX2 class. Oof. Wilson Todd keeps this thing going, Trent. Yes. You know, he keeps the streak alive. Mm. I don't know how much longer. I these Yamahas, dude, are all over him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult to say that because the guy's going four from four. Yeah, but they are right there. They are knocking on the door, as you said. The Yamaha guys are are, are looking, but Wilson Todd, dude, does it again. Um, the I feel like the GP experience helped him. I don't know because again, you haven't watched the broadcast. I don't know where you're standing, but that left-handed rocket jump thing near the where there would have been the bar area where yep, they turned yep, around. It yep. had a big step on the top. Yes. He was jumping from like midway up, up over the step and then all the way over to like just stuff like that. Wilson Todd does. That's, and you know, and you know, he would have learned that a lot oh. better in the MX, MXGP yeah. and stuff like that as well. I got one question for you mm. and that is uh, Jesse Dobson doesn't go down, <laughs> stays up. Interesting. Does Wilson Todd pass him? Back that, that that is a great bench racing question. I don't think so. Me either. But and, the, and lap times say it as well. That's right. But at the end of the day, got to keep this thing on two wheels, and that's yep. what Wilson Todd is doing perfectly at the moment with his pearly tires. By the way, too. Oh, well, uh, they, no, that, you know, that explains the starts. It explains it explains everything really. But uh, yeah, expe- extends his points lead. Uh, perfect so far. Four from four. Uh, keeping the the red plate on that uh, big bad Honda. That so. that uh, HRC truck, Yurev Konskis. Mm. Everything is red. Everything's red. Everything is red. Every rider. MX1. Even the, the plates. Everything. MX one, MX two, MX three. And Yurev is red hot. He is red hot on the uh, on the weekend. Congratulations to those guys. Congratulations to Wilson Todd as well. This is uh this is probably the dream way to start the season. One hundred percent. Then we're gonna move on to Alex Larwood. Who Nick? After this. 
we are going to get Alex Larwood on to ask him about his. He, he is one badass mofo. Yeah, there's a lot. We, we're going to try and get as much information out of Alex Larwood. He's a, he's a little bit of a quiet guy, but I feel like we've broken him down slowly, Nick. And uh, I feel like this could be a really good interview with him because he's, uh, he's, he's willing to tell us what's happening. I'll actually, I'll, I want to give him something as well. Mm. From the weekend, I went over to the truck, seen him when they yep. just got, first got back. And I was like, hey, mate, love to, you know, just give me five minutes with you to record a video. Everything. He's like, yeah, dude, let me just get have a shower and get dressed and stuff like that. I actually went over to the WBR. Mm. I think it was truck, did mm. some stuff. He actually came and found me. Yeah, that's cool. He's a good kid. Came and found me. He's like, hey, mate, ready? Everyone yeah. else like, dude, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Like, that. that's that's cool. Yeah, showing yeah. him a message, say, hey, can you come on? And he's like, yep. Yep. deal because you know he deserves it he's rode awesome uh, again another second on the weekend from him i want to ask him how that feels nick um just keep stacking these seconds up he, he again charging through the pack for alex larwood just needs and starts i mean i want to see what he can do with one that's the biggest question mark in this mx2 class for me is what larwood will do with a start and what will todd be able to do with larwood yep so and again jesse put dobson in this too who we're going to get to as I'm, well. I'm interested as well with alex larwood the frustration you know it's it's got to start getting frustrating when you're just following wilson todd around one thaggy especially you know there were yeah. so many places there that place was a bit harder to pass on that's one of the questions of him as well and you know um that can start affecting you in the head as well, yeah, men- mentally as well. So we'll, we'll get to him uh, and ask him all these questions when we, we get uh, to Alex Larwood after we break down the MX2 class. Uh, but yeah, again, another second for him, second in the championship, but uh, loses uh, 10 points to Wilson Todd on the weekend as well. So it's not going to help in that charge. Yep. Uh, the first of Circo Yamaha's Bailey Malkowitz, the number 11, another third place for him on the podium. And again, he's just being sneaky good with these thirds. This, you know, this is the whole Todd Waters thing again. Yeah, yeah. You, you be consistent. You keep in that three, four range the yeah. whole way. When we get to the end of the championship, you're a talking point and you're within, you know, striking distance. Yes and no. Not when the guy's going one, one, one. At the, that, know, at the that, head. that's and the, the other guy's yeah. going two, two, two. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. you want you want it to be a bit of a, a swappy round. Yeah, there. like the MX1 class is at the moment. But yeah, Bailey Malkowitz, another great ride for him. Dude, like, I still have a hard time like we talk about troll having an xl i feel like he has an excess his legs are so long big boy. Big boy. and he uses them to his advantage we talked about it around one and again in the, the hills and stuff and how big those bumps were he looks really good on this motorcycle so uh props to malkowitz for for a third overall circa he starts rider. as well he starts have been good yeah yeah for a big for, for yep. a big guy yep um Dylan Wills, a fourth, much better for Dylan Wills. Uh, limited the mistakes this round. Um, and, and by the sound of it, he had an injury coming into round one as well. So tidying everything up. It's good to see the 64 running up front on that factory house Varna machine. We know Wills, he has the... And we know he has the talent. And so far, it's been two... One sand dish round, another sand dish round. We haven't got to the hard pack yet. We know Wills, he is a... Just oh, yeah. animal on the hard pack stuff. So this is a good start for him because when we go hard pack, I'm very much looking forward to what the 64 can do. Absolutely. Moving on, rounding out top five, the number three, Reese Bud. What do you think, Reese? The Yamaha Yamalu boys were uh, were good. He was running up front yep. in the second one. Um, yep. Yeah, it's going to be interesting with Reese though because, I mean, he's the elder of the two between him and Larwood, but Larwood's been, you know, and it's that whole thing when you're in a team. you got to beat your teammate. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and it, that's got to be starting to, you know, not play on his mind. But can can you see that being an issue on that team? I don't think it's going to be an issue, but 
I mean, at the same time, like, yeah, you want to be beating the guy. Yeah. And, and, and you, you're going to start resenting them purely off the fact that oh, you, oh, 100%. you're supposed to be beating them, you know? Yeah, it's exactly. Nothing, you, you, yeah. Your biggest competition is also your teammate. That's right. Which is, which yeah. is frustrating and, you know, that's going to get to it as well. Um, but better. This was better than round one. Yeah. Much better improvement for Reese Bud from round one to round two. Uh, you think it's just going to be something that trends in the right direction of progression? Again, another Sydney kid, hard pack. He's going to be good. Yeah, we've seen him on hard pack. He's very, very good at, at that. So, um, wait till we get there. Uh, move to sixth place, Jesse Dobson. This this guy this day was his. It started his. Uh, I yeah, and then first moto sort of went to shit for him in the in the start. <laughs> and the day shit the bed on Jesse Dobson. Yeah, he was just wrong place, wrong time. That's right. So fastest qualifier, ju- last lap, dude. Yep. And I've seen Jesse do this at a state level race. Gets out fast to qualify, out qualifies his teammates. So Circo Boys won two in qualifying, which yep. was pretty cool to see. Um, but then second corner crash, race one, and it just was not Jesse Dobson's day. And then second the, moto, he had a crash as well. Yeah, had a cracker start though. Out you know, front, he yeah. needed that start. He's definitely fast enough on the bike. Lap time say this, everything says this, gets out, tucks the I think it was just a, a rolled the front. Yeah. That's a pretty, you know, simple crash. Yeah. And obviously potentially that's what lost him the lead yeah. of the of that race as well. But going back to Moto one, dude, his bike was pretty messed up. Yeah, and he he charged through the pack. So uh, yeah, unfortunate for Dobson that it just it started it looked like it was going to be his day and then turned out not to be yeah absolutely it's uh not what we like to see and seventh on the day the 29 on the gas gas noah ferguson another good day for him trent yeah another good ride for him we know noah has the speed question yes that motorcycle the green plastics on the like the it was like a teal greeny blue on the gas gas thoughts uh it didn't bother me it stood it stood out which yeah. i guess was the purpose but i was like i uh, i wasn't yeah yeah but I you're, a bit of, you're a bit of a weirdo when I it am. comes to that shit i am and, and that's yeah, i mean no slight at at, at Noah or the team, Davey Motorsports. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just was like, I could understand what you're going for there, but I was just like, I, it just didn't work. And at one point, I'm like, what bike is he riding on TV? Because the first motos were on Facebook, which wasn't the highest resolution. So I'm like, <laughs> what bike is he riding right now? And then once it got clearer, I was like, oh, and then I went, so actually, I searched his Instagram and seen the picture of the bike. And I was like, ah, I see. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I was kind of like, ah, I guess, well, get what you're doing. But I, yeah, I wasn't personally a fan. This season's been good for him so far. It's trending in the right direction for sure. So far, yeah. But uh, we know Noah has this in him and he's got a lot of talent on board. So um, wait to see him unleash him. I mean, he was a factory gas gas rider last year. So we know he's got it in him, but uh, just got to see. Uncork. Uh eighth, Brody Connolly. Off back home to yeah, New Zealand. That one disappoints me, dude. Uh, he's such a nice kid as well. Really, really well spoken guy. You know, got the opportunity to come over here, rode the bike for a week, and then comes out and he's been good. Look at that. An eighth on the weekend as well. Hmm. And then uh unfortunately Levi Rogers is gonna make his return to the WBR race team and Connolly's on his way home. Yeah, I mean it sucks, but it, it, you know, I, I guess that's probably what the deal was. You know, come and do the couple of rounds, and and we'll see what happens. And 
I mean, I feel like he's proven himself, but at the same time, they do have a contract to another rider and then adding an extra bike on these smaller teams at WBR. Just, just, um, just shout out Suzuki. Just make it happen. <laughs> Give him a fucking bike, yeah, please. Let's, uh, let's get Connolly back because he, he did really good. We've got a few weeks until the next round. Uh, Liam Andrews, the 32, ninth. Good ride for Liam in that one. Um, he had a, I think he had a pretty rough round one and this one was much improved for him. Uh, Haruki Yokoyama, Nick. Hey, you got it right. Yeah, I got it right. He um, he fought deep into it each race, but he was back, buried in both motos. He had Start, a lot of work. Starts not ideal for the for for both of the uh, you know, the um Empire <laughs> Kawasaki team. It was the battle between the two of them as well. Yes, they were running into each other <laughs> mid moto, just pushing each other out of the way. Uh, so it was good to, good to see that. But uh, yeah, tenth for him. Uh, Caleb Barham. Gets himself an 11th. First moto, really, really good mm. for Caleb Barham. Um, he owes you lunch? No, you owe me lunch. But that entail, he owes me lunch. <laughs> uh, didn't get a whole shot, Caleb. So, uh, yeah, just leave that one there. But uh, good ride for him. 11th is cool. Knocking on, on the, the backside of that top 10. And then right in behind him in 12th is Ty Jones, another North Queenslander kid uh, who is actually from Mackay. Um these two battled the week before in King Arroyo, and then here they are finishing 11 and 12 at uh, the Pro MX. Uh, but Ty Jones, he's another good kid, uh, privateer kid. As a junior rider, he was a phenomenal talent, and he the just name, hasn't not, broken. The name's not familiar to me. Yeah, he. Yeah, as a junior kid, it was kind of my last year racing, and I was watching him, and he was just fast. How, how old is he? Uh, I'd say seven, eighteen, yep. eighteen, something okay, like yeah, that. Yeah, it's nineteen. Ri- yeah, vaguely rings a bell. I'm gonna mm. have to look into that. I'm pretty sure him and Ferguson were battling. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm yep. pretty sure that was the same time period. I'm, I'm trying to remember. No, Noah. Yeah, Noah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, he was really good on the on the Husqvarna. So cool to see him back and up there. And again, North Queensland kid uh, at a North Queensland round. Yep. Uh, Ryder Kings for another tough day. Well, that first moto, he was he was one that came together with uh, Jesse Dobson. Yeah. And pulled into the pits. Yeah, I think his bike was pretty messed up as well. Um, he, you know, put the crashes aside. It's not bad for him. He's he's talented. Yeah, I mean, he runs second in MX3 last year. It hasn't been the start of the season he'd want, but. The one thing you can take away out of this is Ryder Kingsford is still fast as shit on a motorcycle. And I think that that package at WBR do as well. Mm. I think it's a pretty good base. Pretty good base. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I look. Mean, the- Larwood was on it last year. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. I, you know, I look at Ryder as well, and I think he's going to be a, I think he's going to be one of those guys that you know has these glimpses throughout the season of excellence, and but, you know, next year one of these guys for sure. You know, we're not taken away from it. What? He's only sixteen. Yeah, he only he was riding juniors last year, and then come out, and he's now riding in the, as a senior rider in the MX2 class. So he's made the step up. Um, so you got to give the kid credit for that. He's going to learn a lot. He's got a lot of time in front of him to learn too. So uh, that's cool. Uh, Jai Constantino in 14th. Again, him and his uh, teammate Yokoyama having their epic battle uh, in the second race, I think it was. Uh, Isaac Ferguson in behind that. Noah's older brother. Uh, Jace Cosford was back. He made his return. Yeah. Uh, I walked past 10 up first motor. He looked like he was struggling. Yeah, yeah, he looked. He looked. Yeah, because he had a pretty big injury in yes. the preseason. Yes, so that's correct. As it's, well, it's 
it's a long road back sometimes when you have a, a decent one. And and you know, it's probably frustrating for him as well because last year, you know, what what rounds there were, mm. he did exceptionally well. That's right. Yep. 100%. Uh, Chandler Burns, uh, his claim to fame on the weekend was being on television for the bike overheating and his old man throwing the rack at the bike trying to get the cap off because it was hot. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I don't want to laugh at it because it's a shit situation, but it just was, you know, we and we've had beers with his old man and his old man's a character. Uh, but it was, watch that now. It, it was pretty funny. Uh, I, I kind of giggled a little bit inside just... Um, uh, 18th on the day. The 46, Hugh McKay. Downhill legend. <laughs> from <laughs> that from, is all. from Penguin. From Penguin. <laughs> Penguin. Uh, Corey McMahon in behind him. Blake Fox, another... That, it, see, it's true. Okay. All right. Do we... Motorcycle. I don't know. That's what I'm going to make call. Uh, do we, do we think I, I, that? Personally, I, I feel like I want to have a conversation with Blake. We have a pretty good relationship with Blake. Uh, I'm going to call him up to see what's up. Um, try and have a chat to him because, yeah, at 20th on the weekend is is another rough go. Um, didn't finish the last moto. Well, didn't score any points. Uh, did- no, he did start it and he suffered a head knock during that. There was yep. a crash with a, a head knock. I did fly past the uh, the gas gas truck there and they did mention that he yeah. was with the... Um, the, the, medical the medical crew, crew yeah. after a bit of a head knock. Yeah, so, I mean, it's been a rough start for Blake Fox, uh, the MX3 champion from last year. Um, so, again, I'm going to make a couple of phone calls tomorrow just with the Gas Gas um, crew and just see see where things are at because it's, it's been a pretty pretty bad, uh, not bad start, but it's, it's been a tough start to the season for them. Uh, Braden Krebs uh, in 21st, uh, Mackenzie O'Brie 22nd, and Jai Walker on his return back, Nick, uh, 23rd. Yeah, I've seen him out there in the first moto on the on the KDM 252 stroke uh, I think he had issues with that as well I don't know if there was a crash or something yeah. there but I didn't see him uh, in the second moto at all I'm pretty sure I actually seen them leave the track earlier in the day so mm. maybe wrong with that uh, yeah it's it's poor guy yeah. another, another one of our local guys here in the southeast Queensland that's it well uh, that's gonna be it 250 class Nick uh, championship wise as we said Wilson Toe continues to to hold the red plate uh, at the moment. Uh, what's he got? Ten, 10 points. No. No, more than that. No. Yep. I'm 16. Yep. 16 points he has over Larwood at the moment. Uh, Malkowitz is a further couple in behind that. Good math here right now. Uh, nine, I think, in behind Larwood. So, yep. um yeah, I mean, Wilson Todd, uh, undefeated so far, keeps that red plate. So it's going to be interesting to see what we get at Wodonga round three in a few weeks' time from him. But uh, let's get Alex Larwood, have a chat to him, and uh, ask him the questions. See how his collarbone's going. <laughs> well, here he is, Nick. We are joined tonight by the number five Yamaha Yamalu race team rider, second on the weekend. One bad-ass mofo. Tough as nails as they come. It's uh, Alex Larwood. Alex, how are you, bud? Yeah, good, thanks. How's it going? Mate, we are just recapping the weekend, bud, and it was uh, another one of those weekends for you where you showed so much speed, but the starts just aren't there for you. You're working your backside through the pack each and every race. Yeah, I know. We've been <laughs> – we, we practiced a few starts um, before the weekend, but obviously it wasn't just one enough, so <laughs> – um, yeah, look, I was out practicing, practicing them today. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely need to, uh, focus on them a bit more. That will help me out, um, definitely a lot during the two motos. So, 
um, yeah, no, it was an awesome weekend for me. Obviously, um, it was a bit, bit of um, an injury coming in, but um, yeah, got through the weekend quite good, and I'm happy where I was, where I ended up. Well, well, let's just go there. The the collarbone injury, you know, I heard about this on on Friday. Oh no, what am I doing on Saturday? I think it was. Dude, take us through, you know, that week from obviously hurting yourself, then hospital to surgery. But like I said to you on the weekend, mate, that is just uh, incredible. What, what you did out there was simply incredible. And, uh, dude, you're as tough as nails. But take take us through that week and sort of uh, what happened. Uh, yeah, so the the Wednesday after Wontaggy Nationals, we were just training at Wontaggy again and um, – Sort of out the back, there's two little doubles, and I sort of just off the landing, I got a little bit cross-rutted coming in the corner and just sort of ejected me over the bars. But, um, yeah, I sort of figured out something wasn't right and then um, went and got x-rays that afternoon and found out uh, I had a broken collarbone. So I got straight on to my surgeon. Um, and he, he, it's bad. He got it's me bad in. when these guys have surgeons. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not good. Um, so yeah, um, got in touch with him, and he was lucky enough to get me in uh, um, that Friday morning. So I was off to Melbourne. I went. Uh, yeah, got surgery. Got a plate inserted in my left collarbone. So yeah, it was sort of a, a tough week for me. But I was I was able to ride the following Thursday before Mackay and. I was uh, happy with where the shoulder was, and um, it didn't really—I didn't really have any pain or anything there. So I was, yeah, hoping that on the end it was going to be pretty similar, or it was going to be even better. And um, yeah, I found out that it wasn't even that bad, really. So I'm pretty happy with, um, yeah, how I ended up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how how badly did it affect you? I mean, visibly, us watching you. Uh, no issue. You were killing yeah. it on the weekend, but but how was it to actually ride? Like, was it nagging you, or were you just in the zone and and blocked it out? Yeah, look, I can't even tell that I really had surgery. You know, um, I sort of just when I went out there for qualifying and practice, I was sitting on the line and I was sure how it's going to go. And then got out there, and by the time practice went by, qualifying was done, and I was like, yeah, right, it's not even that bad. I barely even noticed I had surgery, really. Yeah. Um. And yeah, two motos went by, and I was like, "Yeah, right, so it's all good." So <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Back into it. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. It's uh, yeah, it's insane to to think. I mean, they were you know talking it up on the broadcast, which is fair enough. Like it's a tough effort, and they're like, "Oh, not many riders have done that." Blah blah. blah. I mean, we forgot that Dobson did it last year too. Remember, he had the collarbone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think. Um, Willsy did it before round one as well. I'm pretty yeah, sure. that's right. How did the roost affect you? I mean, the roost it was pretty kind of sandyish. I mean, there yeah. was a few rocks out, but did you did you get caught one right on the collarbone? Uh, no, I didn't actually. I, I sort of I got an underarm. I sort sort of protects that area <laughs> like the strap, but yeah, I didn't really. I didn't get any rocks or anything to the area, which is pretty lucky. Yeah, I'm sure it would have been pretty tender after that, but. Um, yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> That's a go. Well, well, about your day too, as I said, you just off the back of Wilson Todd, he's, you know, won all four motos. Uh, you've been second bar one moto. Um, you know, how does that feel for you? Do you kind of take confidence in that and going, I'm right there. If I can just get a start, I can, I can go with him. Or has it been a little frustrating? Uh, it's been a little frustrating at the moment, you know, I'm sort of just lacking that the starts where is is I guess it's really important to um, a race, but yeah, that's where I feel like I'm obviously lacking. I, I obviously, no, I've got 
the speed that I can run with him. So I know that I just need to sort of get a little bit better at my starts and make make life, life much easier for myself. And then hopefully I can sort of challenge him or, yeah, just, yeah, I need to get much better at the starts, and um, which will, yeah, definitely help me uh, throughout the motor. So is that something you're sort of doing during the week as well? You know, a lot of practice starts. How are you sort of replicating, you know, try, trying to improve that? Um, yeah, look, I'm definitely going to practice a lot of starts from now on. You know, we, we, we always practice them, but I need to focus on them. Um, as everyone can tell. Um, so, yeah, I'm putting my head down. And I was out there today practicing them. So, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Hopefully I can be much better during um, during the following rounds. Yeah. Uh, and, and one thing I want to talk to you about as well, like this year you, you've transitioned over to the Yamaha Yamaloo race team, uh, which is, yep. you know, pretty much a factory Yamaha team in the 250 class here in Australia. How has that been? I mean, we tried to line up an interview when it all happened and that was right before Christmas and it was just hectic for all of us. But yeah, now we're, now we're in, you're, you're two rounds in, like how has it been being A on the team and, and on that motorcycle? Yeah, it's been an awesome transition, you know, the guys, um, Scott, Wardy, my mechanic, Nash, it's been, it's been really good, um, good transition, um, from WBR, you know, um, I'm really happy with my bike, um, you know, everything just around the team and how everything works on race day and during the week, it's just, it's really well when they've obviously been around the pits, um, a number of years now, so they know how everything sort of works so taking all the experience in and um yeah just i'm loving it there and um yeah i'm just having the ball your your pre-season you know was there any differences you know this last time around than previously it just you've came out and the expectations i had personally you've just gone out and crushed man like it's it's completely different what was the pre-season like for you um, obviously it was, it was pretty similar to, um, last year's pre-season. Obviously I'm living down here with Ross Beaton and all the, all the boys on the program. So, um, yeah, look, it's, it hasn't been really any different to any other years. I, um, it was a pretty clean run for my pre-season, which was good. So, um, yeah, I was feeling really good coming in the season and so this injury hasn't really made a little bit of a distant difference, but. Um, yeah, I just keep putting my head down and keep working. Your uh, your mechanic Nash, he's a <laughs> he's a beauty. He's an absolute beauty. The mustache that could. Yeah, he's a legend. Um, he went down. Everyone there. says that he's my long lost brother. Yeah, actually, actually, come to think of it now, uh, there is a resemblance there. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good bond that you you know as a racer need to have is between you and your mechanic, and you've, you. It looks like you and Nash have really gelled quickly in that new relationship yeah. is that yeah is that also a good thing knowing that you have him in your corner and you know he's the one kind of making sure your bike is ready to go come race time yeah obviously yeah of course i can i can trust his work obviously which is um what you want as a rider i guess but um yeah we got a really good uh, relationship and um i went up to queensland during um just before christmas i'm pretty sure and yeah um was up there for three days and then he come down here before um, a local race down here. So I've spent, yeah, a fair, fair amount of time with him um, in the pre-season, which has made it, um, yeah, good for us to be able to know, know each other. So, 
um, yeah, it's obviously really good to know someone, um, and it's your mechanic as well. So um, I yeah. guess with him, uh, and you need to trust him as well. So I can trust trust him with is what he's doing on the bike and everything. Hey, uh, speaking of coming to Queensland, I mean, the team's based up here in, in southeast Queensland where we are. Um, we get yep. to, you know, I, I pretty much grew up around Wardy and he's also a wealth of knowledge and, and Scott as well. You know, I watched him as a kid when he was racing. Um, is there is there any plans for you to come up here and, and do some of our racing up here, our state racing and that? Because, I mean, it kind of has Dobson and Malkowitz and a lot of the guys that you've been racing against, racing at state level stuff. Is that something on the plan for you or is it, more just continuing to stick to the program down there with Ross and the and the boys. Um, not too sure at the moment, really. If there's a race that comes up, say Coolum or somewhere that we ride later in the year, I might come up. But uh, at the moment, there's no real. We'll see you next week. Yeah, you better better book, better, better book a plane ticket because Coolum's next weekend. <laughs> What, just a local race or something? Yeah, our Sunshine State Series, the the state oh, okay. racing we do here. So might have to might have to talk Woody into flying you up for that one because <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe <laughs> it it'll be pretty cool to see you out there. But um, yeah, I mean, I just a question because I said that the team's based up here. Reese's, yeah. Reese, yep. your teammates, been doing a lot of the you know a lot of the racing up here, and as I said, it would be cool to see you out because I mean, there's a good good fan base here, and um, yeah, it, it would be uh, awesome. Um, la, a couple questions, Nick before we go yeah um one i want to ask is the track at Mackay. is that your first time ever being there and and how was it um yeah it is my first time being there um and i just thought i rode down the mechanics and i was like holy shit this is gonna be fast so <laughs> um yeah it was definitely a lot different but no nah, i like the track and um yeah it was something different i guess there's not really too many tracks that are that fast on the national calendar so um yeah it's good good um to race something different that i haven't yeah i haven't raced something like that in oh jesus a long time now yeah. so um yeah it's good to get out there and race a different track i love to play this game you ready okay, you ready? Okay. You, ready? you know last year you came out and you said your biggest ultimate goal in the sport we you know is to reach the mxgp mm. yep is that still a thing? Like, is it is it you know a goal of okay, let's go MX of Nations, MXGP. What what is the future look like for you? What's the uh you know if you got to plan this thing out, where would you go? What would you do? Um, in the future, obviously, I want to go to Europe and compete in the MXGP and um yeah all that sort of stuff. But um for now, um I guess my goal is to finish the season off strong here and then maybe adventure over the Europe or. Yeah, something like that. See what's on the cards. But um, I'd love to do a race or two during the year, something like that. Just uh, depends when the break is and everything like that. But, um, yeah, obviously, that's where my next step is to um, go to Europe. And and I, you got a good guy in your corner that knows a lot about oh, yeah. <laughs> GP. With yeah, <laughs> so I, was, I, was, I seen. It, I was just like, oh yeah, I can see. So if you know, you, if you got offered MX of Nations or something like that, would you grab that thing with both hands and run with it? Yeah, definitely. I'd yeah, I'd definitely take that opportunity for sure and take it with full. Yeah, look, I haven't really thought of MX Nations <laughs> at the moment, but I just love playing that uh, game. Um, <laughs> 
yeah, but um, yeah, I'd definitely take it for sure. I mean, the way you've been riding, but it, it, it's only a matter of time till your name's being thrown in that selection. Yep, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and and uh, being a part of that. Uh, but, dude, we'll, we'll let you go. Thank you for your time tonight. Uh, second on the weekend, um, again. <laughs> but... A win is coming, Nick. We can we can oh, see a build. It's, it's only fingers crossed. Oh, mate, no fingers crossed. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, let me ask you this. You know, it's hard to, hard to answer this, but expectations of yourself coming into the season, you wanted to be, you know, a race win contender. You wanted to be a championship contender. Are you, you know, exceeding your expectation for yourself currently? Um, yeah, I feel like I am, obviously. Um, coming into the season, I thought I'd be at least a podium guy, and yep. I've sort of shown that um, so far now. But um, and also, I wanted to be really consistent this year, um, trying to get free injury free, but <laughs> pick up. But it sort of it didn't affect me too much, which was good. So um, yeah, obviously, I just want to keep consistent and um, try my best, of course. So. Tick, ticking boxes there, mate. Ticking boxes already for sure. <laughs> Awesome job. All right, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up there. Thanks, Alex, for your time, bud. Uh, we finally got you on uh, one of the podcasts here. And and as I'm going to keep saying to these boys, Nick, each week we see them when the, the, the week between QMP and Coolum, I want this studio full of you guys coming in and, <laughs> and experiencing the studio life and, and having uh, some cool conversations about the sport and racing and that with uh, with hopefully for yourself a championship on the line. But uh, for now, bud, thank you for the time. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, I will see you in Wodonga in a few weeks. We will do. Thanks, guys. Thanks, mate. Thanks, buddy. Alex Larwood, Nick. Uh, him and Webster just hanging out. At dinner. Yep, yep. Uh, that would have been good to know prior. <laughs> it would have made life easy for us. Uh, but man, he's good kid. One of one of those ones, Nick, where I think once he warms up to you, he's very comfortable. Like the first couple of times we've talked to him, you know, he, he was he talked to us. It was good, but I felt like that time we we broke down a few walls with Larwood, and, and he's got a got a character just lying in there, ready to 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 stand out. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's going to be another one of these kids that just keeps progressing. And you know, how old is he? Larwood, I, what are they, 17, 18? We should have asked him. Yeah, I, I we feel, forgot. <laughs> pretty sure he's 17, but he's only young. He's, uh, dude, his performance on the weekend, considering the circumstances he uh, was with. Dude. Um, yeah. Phenomenal. I'll, I'll give it like that. And, you know, once again, he, he come found me after I'd originally spoke to him as well, which is, um, which is awesome to see. And, yeah, I, uh, I'm excited to see what he does with the you know the remainder of the season. Uh, last class of the weekend, Nick MX three division, uh, and it was the 66, 14 years old. Yeah, yeah. Hayden Minia from Western Australia as well. Western Australia kid, and spoiler alert, we got him coming on after this as well. So uh, we got we got. I said at the start of the show, Nick, and I realized I stuffed this up. I, we got the three winners. We got two winners and the guy who got second. We didn't get Wilson Todd. So, but Larwood has been the talk so far of the series with what he's done. But uh, yeah, Kataminia, 2-1, gets a win. He's only 14 years of age. It's ridiculous, the talent that this kid possesses at such a young age. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we, we'll talk about this and... I'm, I want to mention it with the MX3 class as well yeah. for that age. Yeah. This is what it's there for. Yeah. And it's trending in the right direction of being a success. And uh, what me and you, obviously, we believe in it as well. And, 100%. And it's, you know, these guys can showcase their their talent for everyone that's there. That's um, it. And 
dude, it's a big thing for like a 14 year old kid over in Western Australia mm. to fly up to, you know, North Queensland to follow this series around. So the commitment level is, uh, it's oh. awesome to see. Yeah. So Cataminio gets the first ever moto win and first overall win for him in the MX3 class. He rode it last year at 13 or well, just turned 14 um, to get in last year. So, uh, and still only 14. So youngest ever, I guess, so far MX3 winner uh, because it really is a new ser- new class in the series. But dude, he looked very, very good. Um, I'm interested to talk to him, ask him a few questions. Uh, the next rider, second place, Ryan Alexanderson. That first moto win shocked me, but I was not shocked. He rode well. He has been riding well. Yep. And it just... There was no error. There was nothing in that moto at all. It looked good the whole time. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it shocked me, but did not shock me. What actually shocked me was his start because he has been getting terrible starts at the first round and at the uh, at the Sunshine State MX Series. We get to see him at that all the time. And I, Nick, I'm just going to say it now. Transfer of power. Transfer of power. I said to him, hey, you need to work on these starts. You know, if you get a start, you've got the speed to run up front. Bingo, bango, gets a start, gets a race win. So I'm Did not... Did you help him with the start? I'm not claiming. I just mentioned that it was an issue, brought it to an attention, which I think he already knew. I, I'm, but, g- I'm going to imagine he, he did have a, a sneaking suspicion. But after the conversation... Whole shot. I mean, got nothing to do with your riding training, riding trainer, Nathan Crawford. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not going to give him the credit. Um, oh, you got to give something. Nah, I do. I mean, it ultimately was him, but I'm just saying transfer of power. You're welcome. Uh, but dude, very, very impressive. Uh, second overall, uh, the second motor for him, he had to work for it again. Like that that start was a one-off, unfortunately. But that, that moto win, he was under pressure the whole race and just handled it. And for the whole, I think these guys do 20 plus one. Like, he just handled it. Yeah. So, a very, very impressive ride. But as I said, I was shocked because I was like, wow, he did it. But I wasn't shocked because I know this kid has that talent inside of him to to come out and uh, and do things like this. So, it was cool to finally see him break out and and, and put himself on the map there. Talk, talking about the start again as well, mm. I want to give the club um, a notable mention. Dude, after every moto, they had guys with blowers. They had rakes. Yeah. They had everything on the start gate. Um and also the gates, hmm. they seem to be having a bounce. When they hit the ground, they bounce. And there was like some that bounced like twice. And these are pretty big, beefy gates. Hmm. So to, uh, to get a get a whole shot and get a good start or, you know, some of these guys suffering with a bit of a bad start, that's probably one of the reasoning behind it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we move on to the red plate holder from last week. And we had him on the show last week. Campbell Williams gets a third. Not the day he was looking for. Um, shot him a text message. And he was just like, man, just errors. And just, he goes, I just was not with it today. Um, and you could see it. He he had a few crashes. Not big ones, but just enough to knock him out of out of contention. Gets a, gets a third in the final race. I mean, he goes 4-3. So it's not a horrible day, but I mean, he went 1-1 one, one at, at one thaggy. So, you know... It, it, but in the same time, that's a pretty big track difference between the two as well. But a great learning lesson for him. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. You, to, now he's hit the... He's at the high of the highs. He's hit the lows now. Like, it's, as bad as we say a 4-3 is a low, but, you know, he's hit... Oh, like I rode like crap. He didn't feel good with himself. So now it's time for him to get back to that even keel. And he's part of that beatens program. Yep. And as we've talked to Webster, he's kind of the leader of that 
that program, you know, like he's the big dog on the MX1 class championship leader. And you hear how even keel he was in his interview with us earlier on. So you can imagine that's going to start trickling through and Ross is a big component for keeping him, you know, back to business each time. So he'll learn from this. It'd be really good, really good learning experience for him, but uh, keeps the red plate only six points up now. So it's tightened up the, the championship in this MX3 class. Absolutely. It's the riders, dude. There are so many MX3 riders that even like the non-qualifying race, mm. it's full on as well. It's deep. It's a, it's a deep field. Uh, next rider, Miles um, Gilmore. This kid, I was pumped with him. He got second in the final moto. Did you see how wrapped he was? And oh, he's another WA no, kid as well. I, I was down in the uh, in the pits afterwards for that yeah. one. Yeah, he's another WA kid as well. I'm pretty sure. Um, Dude, he's doing wheelies and fist pumps as he's coming across. Like, he was fired up. That's and sick. It, just the motion. I was like, it, it makes you feel good when you see these kids have that emotion. Yep, absolutely. Like, it's it's a privilege to do what they do, and they and you could tell for these kids. And it, it was cool to see. So, a great ride for him, uh, second in that second Where motor. is he located? I'm pretty sure I said I think he's a WA kid. Yeah, Miles. I'm pretty sure. Okay, yep. Like, don't confirm me on this. Like, we're, we're trying to learn where these kids are from too. Like, we don't get to see them all the time. Um, trying to confirm where they all come from, and that's something we'll learn throughout the championship. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they said he was from WA as well, but that was that was cool because I think it was WA one too. I think that's what they said over there thing. So, anyway, I, I could confirm that. But a great ride for him. Jed Allsop, first of our Queensland riders of 42. KDM machine, fifth on the day. Yep. Um, didn't get to see much on television. Bit of a quieter day for him as yeah. well on the on the track. Um, he still looked good though; like there was no no issues there. He looks good all the time on a motorcycle. So uh, keep that up, Jet. Where where yeah, again the Allsop family yep. driving us to the airport just, at one thirty. Just just no. absolute KDM everything gems of humans. Yep. Um, Byron Dennis, the twenty three machine in. Uh, sixth place. Yep. Uh, he had a good ride going. I think it was Moto 1 and went down uh, from memory. It's pretty tough because I watched all the Supercross and Motocross all in one day. So I'm trying to remember all these races. Um, but I'm pretty sure he was running up front in the first one and, and tipped it over. Yep. Uh, which kind of then cost him some some valuable points and, and ends up sixth. Uh, Riley Fitzpatrick moving on. Seventh on the day. Uh, the 185 on the Gas Gas. Good day for him. He's returned back. Yep. Um, he had a very big crash before our Conondale Sunshine State MX Series. Like, he come to the track and I was like, dude should still probably just be laying in a hospital bed. Yeah. Like, he looked really beat up. So, for him to come back, is, miss round one and come seventh. Is he, are they doing all the rounds? What's the situation I, with I, him? I'm pretty sure, like, that Rising Motorsports team is based here in Queensland. I'm pretty sure they're doing the whole championship. Okay. They obviously missed round one because he was out injured. Yep. Uh, but I'm pretty sure they're, they're backing him in for that. I could be wrong, but um, I'm pretty sure that was Hey, and plan. if you're returned to seventh... It's good. That's good. You're going to work from that as well. Um, next rider, Connor Radisich. Rasandish. I'm, I'm going to get that wrong. I said Radisich. But I'm going to go with right. Radisich. It looks good. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds cool. It sounds fast. Uh, the 202 machine. What, the last of the, the consistent riders in this group because then we start seeing some... Some DNFs. And some, yeah, there was there was some chaos in that class. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of floating in around uh, that you know top ten sort of area. Uh, so he went twelve. Yeah, twelve ten. 
Yep, twelve ten yep. on the day. Uh, I hate how they don't make it moto schools. They put the points. You know, yeah, that's out. that's. I like your uh, your little breakdown. Yeah, you've got I got there my breakdown. I like that. I like that. I'm, I'm trying to work it yep. out. So twelve ten, I said he's just in in the backside of that top ten uh, and ends up eighth overall on consistency. So uh, good ride for him. Then we move on to our guy Jack Mather, who was in studio Monday night for the Moto Limited show. Yep, uh, backs it up. Uh, third in the first moto and then DNF with a big old dirty stanky crash in moto two. Yep. Um, the kit that this was the day for Jack to shine. And unfortunately what happened to him in moto two and our other guy, Liam. Owens I was about was to close. say, is it just funny that, that he collects with Liam Owens? Our other guy. Two yes. guys. We have two guys. And it's not like they haven't found each other before. <laughs> they're, they're just glued. Um, but suck for, suck for Jack. Another fastest qualifier. Again, heat two. Yep. But, you know, gets a fastest qualifier and then gets a third in the first moto and look good late. And I was like, all right, you know, this, this it's could on. be the day. It's just going. It's happening. But I think it's only a matter of time for Jack. Like, he, he made a big change in his program, went over to four Dale Elite's program this year, and he can starting to see that payoff for him. Yep. So hopefully he heals up well and, and gets going. Uh, as I said, he was in here last, uh, yeah, last night for yep. the Moto Limited show yep. uh, when we are recording this on a Tuesday and... Ankle's a bit sore and bit of skin off, but he he'll be yeah he'll be he's ready ready to go for the next round as well. Tough and um, I just note, dude, how much he's grown out. Yeah, he's just... he looks so big on the bike. He's going to be another one of those guys that's going to be always tall and going to be able to use those legs and yeah. use it to his advantage. His um his style, you can tell he spent a lot of time riding around Todd. Yeah, his style is getting very Todd. Todd-esque. Which is a good, which is if you want one, that's the one well, Todd, you want. Todd's is an odd style. A lot but of people works. say it works. It works. Yep. So um, I just started to sound like you'd see he's done a bit of riding with Todd. Uh, Tyne and Keen in behind him. Uh, a good, you know, another good ride for him. Him in the sense of being consistent. Um, the first moto not so much with the seventeenth, but then comes back in the in the final one and gets an eighth. So I so said there's so much up and down results in this class. Yep. Uh, so for Tyne and Candy get there. Joel Campbell in behind him in eleventh. Seth Birchall again he gets a fifth and then a DNF. Yeah, I was gonna say his first moto was good. Yeah, great, yeah. great first moto. But then DNF second one we had, we lost a, a few guys. It was a this. yeah, it's some pretty good uh some some crashes there in the in the second moto for sure. Uh, Hicks. McInnes in behind him, then Jake Cannon, another one of our Queensland kids. Yep, uh, he gets caught up in that 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 issue with yeah. uh, with Liam Owens and, and Jack Mather as well. Three Queensland yep, kids just yep. take each you other. You wouldn't out. you wouldn't read about it. Couldn't, I mean, couldn't script it. I mean, you guys battle each other all year, and now you just got to take each other out at this uh, this one. So, uh, Cooper Holyroyd in behind that again, a tenth and a DNF. Uh, Kobe Hantis, uh, Deacon Pace, which was. Uh, one another one of the WA riders that uh, we'll we'll get to here as well uh, DNF and then a a twelfth so or DNS yeah. I think he's um, we're going to talk to Kate Minia a little bit later on I think he had some issues with the motorcycle yep uh, Hunter oh, Co- back at one thingy uh, here yep uh, Hunter Collins in behind that Cody Kilpatrick uh, Liam Jackson uh, Deacon Mancinelli Connor Tow this kid was running up yep. front in the first one and then tucks the front. Yep. The 22 KDM machine. You feel for that guy. He was good last year. He was showing glimpses again this year, but then tucks the front and then DNFs the next moto. Not 100% sure what happened to him. Um, Rain King behind that, Kobe Wolf, and then Kobe Tate rounding out the top 25 riders that scored points. Uh, a couple of notable mentions there 
46 Kobe Drew. Yeah, he, he had a good start. In Moto One, he had a great. You know, um, it's not a great start. It was a good start considering he was sick. He was yeah. very, very sick. I don't know if his back is still causing some issues. Back's an issue. Um, and then further in the motor, he just couldn't breathe. Yeah. And he, I think he had to pull off there. And then when I walked past, he was uh, asleep for the second moto as well. So the flu's throwing him around, and then this back. Must have went around because I'm pretty sure. No, he didn't go up with the guys to Rockhampton. No, I think he come That's home. Right. I, I, I don't even know yeah. if we. I don't think we're going to see him probably next weekend at Coolum. I think he's going to sit that one out as well, yeah. and uh, get ready for the next round of uh, for Pro Max. But a rough start to the to the season for him. Definitely, uh, Charlie Cannon was yep. also riding MX3. She, yeah, she went long over a jump towards the back and sort of blew out her ankle on the on the landing. Um, she was looked like she was struggling all day, hobbling around. looked looked in a bit of pain. But Charlie Cannon. Ugh. Goes rides MX3. Yep. Like leading the MXW championship, they only get three rounds out of out of the eight or seven, whatever we do. Yep. Um, Six. So seven, she, eight, seven, eight. Yeah. Eight. So she just goes out and does MX3. Yep. And she did look good for a point there until obviously the mistake. Uh, and then Liam Mullins again, another one of our Queensland guys who was up there at Wanthaggy. Um, doesn't even register on the points here. So yeah, Liam. Liam, yeah. Yes. Pretty he, rough day. He he got some stitches put in his hand on Sunday night. Um because I literally when I was talking to Jack at the airport, I was like, Where's Liam? He goes, Oh, he's at the hospital. I was like, Is he okay? He said, Yeah, just get some stitches put in his hands, but he should be okay and ready to go by the by round three as well, Trent. So that's it. Uh MX three class. Uh, as I said, Campbell Williams is still on top of uh the points here with Kate Aminia just sitting in behind him. Only six points separating those two guys. But then Ryan Alexanderson is the third place right now. He's gonna jump up a few spots, but he is quite a ways off the back of these guys. Uh, 82 to 67. Yep. So yep. already these two are sort of breaking away as the two at the top of this championship uh, with obviously the issues with with Mather and uh, a few of the other guys. Um, you know, Brock Flynn wasn't even there. Yeah. So. What, why is that? I'm not sure. I, I noticed that and I didn't re- haven't done the research on that okay, yet. Okay. Because I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there might have been a reasoning for that. Yeah. One out of round one that was very impressive. So uh, interesting to, to find out what happened there. Uh, but that's it. We are going to get to Kate Minia. Yep. Have a chat to him. Gets his first win, race win and overall win and uh, only six points back. So uh, let's get to him. Absolutely. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, as promised on the weekend, 2-1 for this young man, Nick. And when we say young, we mean yeah. young. Yeah, you told me his age literally five minutes ago. Yes. And I was like, wow. It's ridiculous. And now hearing him on the phone, I'm like, okay. Yeah, this, yep. yeah that was a surprise. It's a, it's a surprise, but he went out 2-1 on the day, looked yep. very, very good in the MX3, winner of the day, the 66, Kato Minia. How are you, bud? Good yourself. Thanks Matt. for having me on the show. Hey, we appreciate it. Uh, you are still 14, correct? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's so young. <laughs> the kids in that class, Ryan Alexander, who runs second to him, is 17. Really? Yes. <laughs> wow. So, Caden, we're mind blown here, but we'll get back on track here. Congratulations, <laughs> bud, on the weekend. A, a great yeah. day. A great day for you. Uh, as you said, 2-1, get that final moto win. Um Looked like it come a little easy to you. Maybe it didn't, but on on television and at the track, it looked uh, looked easy. No, it was a good weekend. First race was I wasn't too stoked on that with my bars coming loose, so they nearly fell off. <laughs> but yeah, the track was the track was really good. It was more like the tracks over here that I ride. 
So, okay. yeah, like, that, that, that's interesting because I was wondering your thoughts on Mackay as a, you know, I thought it was going to be completely different to something that you're used to. So that's sort of the type of tracks that you've got over there in WA. Is that right? Yeah. The track I was riding the week before Mackay coastals, it's quite a, it's a sand track, but it's got quite a hard base with a lot of choppy bumps. So it was basically identical to <laughs> Mackay, which was actually end up working out real good. Wow, that's uh, that's it. And we we were just uh, we talked to Webster earlier on in the show, and he said it reminded him a little of Manji, not in the way of the 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 sand and all that sort of stuff, but just the layout, how big it is, and the the atmosphere. So, um, yeah, hundred percent. It was quite a fast track. Yeah, like you you're going fast. <laughs> nearly all the track there was a couple tight corners but all the rest was pretty fast that's a go hey uh for you as i said the win on the weekend um but going back to round one how was that for you um you know it wasn't probably the result you were looking for especially how you come out this weekend but how was that day at one thaggy uh i was pretty disappointed with yep. one thaggy yep. to be honest with you knowing i was coming into that round quite confident i know that track like the back of my hand, training it with all the beaten crew. Yep. But man, the tracks that different in the weekends compared to what we train on the weeks. So yeah, it kind of caught me off guard with the track, and I like being young. All the nerves are always real high when you're coming into the first round. Yeah. It's kind of even this weekend you kind of start to shake off all the nerves, but yeah. One thing you definitely was not the best round. Question I have for you, and we've discussed this on a lot of our our shows, Nick, and um, sure you guys don't listen to what we say, but we we talked a lot about this MX3 class being a great stepping stone. And Nick, honestly, I feel like Caden is right in the wheelhouse of the kid that's going to benefit from yeah, this exactly, and, and just prove it works. This, yeah, the, the whole thing it's there for works. And for Caden, that's that's awesome, dude. So that's awesome. Where I was going with all of this was, like, you guys still have your Australian Junior Motocross Championships. Like, does that feel or seem like more of just a not an easier event, but the what you're going to learn here this year is going to make it seem when you're just going back and racing the guys that are your age, going to make it a little bit like oh, <laughs> they're not half of them aren't seniors so are you looking forward to going and doing Australian Junior Motocross Championships after sort of what you've experienced so far and, and what you will have experienced in the in the MX3 class yeah I am looking forward to the Aussie Juniors just because I'll be riding a 125 obviously yeah, I'm not <laughs> riding a 125 in the uh, MX3 class yep but I kind of feel like well, me, I've kind of put the juniors, Aussies to the side yep. a little bit just because of this new Pro MX MX3 class. But, yeah, I am really looking forward to the juniors, Aussie champs. Yeah, and I said, you, it, for you, the goal is going to be trying to take this MX3 title, you know, and, and, and it's probably, as bad as it sounds, probably going to mean more than an Australian junior title. Yeah, exactly. It's more, and the Pro MX you got all the teams there. You got all the big dudes, the dudes you kind of, the ones you want to be on in the future, really. They don't really look at, at juniors as much anymore now that this MX3 class has come along. So, yeah, I was trying to focus on this MX3 class and 
just try my best and see what I can do. Because you, you get to show, you know, Trent, they get to showcase what they're about. And like you said, every single guy is there watching this class and it is making it relevant. Now, I just want to go back to one thaggy real quick. I think it was Moto 1, mate. Did you have a bike issue on the start? What, what happened there? Yeah, I was actually running a new ignition that I got done and I ended up plugging it in the Saturday before. Never tested it, never tried it once. (laughs) And it ended up shutting off on the start line. But it was funny because a fellow WA rider, Deacon Pace, had the exact same mistake and we started right next to each other. So both our bikes didn't take off and we were both freaking out. You charged through the, what was happening. You charged through the field like something like a bat out of hell. Was that a little bit easier on the nerves then? Okay, you know, first motor, this is the situation we're in now. We're just going to go full attack mode and try and get as many places as you can in, you know, in that time period. To be honest with you, all I can remember was singing a bit of Katy Perry in my head, just cruising along. <laughs> and what, what song? Yeah, what song? By the time what? I come around for the last lap, Dad put down fourth on the pit wall, and I was like, fire out, I've done well here. What, what song got you through the line? I need to know this. What? Oh, I don't know if it's Katy Perry, but it's like I came in like a wrecking ball, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. Oh, really? He's my new favourite. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, yep. no, that's not that's... Katy Perry. That's um. I came in like a wreck. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one's a banger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dude. We have just fallen in love with Katamidia. Just oh. right now, uh, stamp it in. Uh, that's funny, dude. <laughs> you just listen. <laughs> yeah. I, man, imagine if we did that. Oh, yeah. We'd be on our heads. Oh, I'd be in the fence. Yeah, you'd just be thinking, say, oh, wait a minute, where, where am I? And then, uh, and then roll through and get the C's fourth on the pit board? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive, dude. And as I said, you, you had a good day. That MX3 class is stacked to this year. Like, you guys have to qualify to get in to the it show. It is. There's, there's a, there's a, it's not really, like, the fastest riders. It's just there's so many fast riders. Yeah. Yeah, and and but, you got yeah. and you got a full forty grid. Like there's dudes trying yeah, exactly. to quali- there's dudes trying to qualify into the main race, and then if you lose a couple of riders out of Moto One, they fill them with the the guys who didn't yeah, make it. The, so the overflow car. Yeah. So so you're going into the first corner every race with forty riders. Like there's no yeah. sort of half pass. It's quite scary coming from WA when you got about fifteen riders if you're lucky on yeah. a good day. So forty is quite a bit from over here. Were you were you one of the one percenters out at one thaggy and qualifying that didn't get uh, penalised or or spoken to? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what that guy was because people were getting penalised in uh, at Mackay in the second group. I feel like it's just the second group what keeps getting done. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. They're, they're trying too hard to get the the lap times. Oh down. wow! So you're that lucky one, yeah. the one percenter group. I like it. Um. For you, Caden, you are only six points out of the championship hunt. I mean, you're probably not even thinking about it nor caring about it. Um, the goal out is just to continue to rack up these race wins now. Like, you've got got one out of the way, and that's your first win too, isn't it? Would yeah, you... it was. Yeah. yeah. First win, moto win, and overall. Nice. So, now that's off your back, is it kind of like, right, let's start clicking a few of these bad boys off and see where we end up at the end of the series? Yeah, I just I just want to have some consistent races, chip my way up to the front. Yep. I just red plate. That's about it. I just want some <laughs> fresh practice. 
I love this guy. This kid is. Just, I just want some red graphics. <laughs> I feel you, bud. <laughs> I feel you. The, the, the funny part is he actually had red backgrounds yeah. on last year as yeah. a junior rider. So um, that's just that's funny. The pull kid, him out of the car. Kid is a character. I like him, dude. Uh, funny. Uh, when I seen you on your post rate, because again I wasn't there on the weekend. Kate and I, uh, I'll be at Wodonga, so I'm definitely coming to say hey at Wodonga. But uh, I I listened to his post race interviews, Nick, and I just was like, I know there's a character inside of here, like yep. waiting to be unleashed. So I'm pumped we got you on the show, dude, and yeah, and appreciate you messaging us back. Like, I mean, I just shot a message and hoped that you'd message back. And dude, within 15, 20 minutes of me shooting it, he, yeah, I'm, in. I'm just amazed, like how well spoken. Yeah. you are and for your, for your age and just <laughs> the way you compose yourself dude it's it's yeah it's 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 yeah it's it's uh it's mind-blowing it really is congratulations yeah thank you yeah it, speaking has never been a strong point with me i've always i've always been put in real difficult situations <laughs> but mom and dad they've really taught me yeah. they've brought me up good speaking well that's a big thing in our family yeah presenting yourself well so yeah i mean and the, the one thing and again you're very young so i feel like you're probably not paying attention to this, but there's not many kids that make it from wa you know like it's it's a long way away all most of the racing's on the east coast as you know like it, it's a real grind and you guys have got to really show either with your results or in personality and stuff like that like is that something your parents again took sort of notice of of like hey we've got to really stand out with a the way you ride and b how presentable you are because you know the whole sport and industry is on the east coast and you guys are on the complete opposite side of the country yeah it is hard coming from wa just because it's so expensive to fly and send all your bike and do everything from the other side of australia yeah but yeah i think there is it's much harder for wa riders to uh, get good and be be competitive over race, but there is a lot of fast riders in WA, but a lot of them don't get to showcase their talent just because it's so far to go. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, and, and we we say it, but I mean, Webster's a WA yeah. kid, and, and and but you know what he just said then just shows that this MX3 program and the yeah. platform they've got it works. Yeah. When when did you get home? What was that a that would have been a half long flight, dude? Mackay, what to Brisbane? And then yeah. I, to, and then to WA. That's a long flight, isn't it? Yeah, it was about six and a half hours. I flew in yesterday. I left the uh, Mackay at six o'clock in the morning the Monday after. And then what time did you get home? Your time? Uh, I think I got home about twelve thirty ish. Jesus, that's, that's which, a big day. Yeah, travel, which is dude. what two thirty here or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That's, that's a, a big day travel, dude. But I it mean, is, and the worst bit of all. I mean, gear bag got left in Brisbane. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, it has, yeah, all my gear and stuff all less left in Brisbane. The plane didn't get the right suitcases, so everybody's luggage got left at home. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. So what did you wear today or did it did it show up today? Um, oh, I stole a bit of my brother's gear. <laughs> had, a, had a bit left over here still. Just bits and bobs from everywhere. Nice, nice. <laughs> and so do you have... So bike situation for you, like how does that work? Do you leave uh, with the KDM guys? Like what's what's the situation with your bikes and getting them to and from all the races? So my mechanic Mick Lillis, yep, he um he bring he transports my bike 
plus Hugh Mackay and Miles Gilmore's bikes. Yep. So we kind of do that as a group, and he moves all them to each round, and he'll service it, prep it for the next round. So that makes my life ten times easier. Yeah. Can I- you just say that name again for me? Mick Lillis. Mick Lillis. Lillis, not relation to Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know the. Yeah. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Scott. Yeah. Scott's a cool guy. We, we've yeah. had him on the show before too. Yeah. Um, living it up in France at the moment. That guy. Okay, because yeah, I did know that they were gonna do that for a few riders, which is cool. So you're a yeah. part of that. That's that's uh definitely make your life a lot easier. Yeah, it does for sure. Uh, cool. Well. Anything else, Nick? We're going to let him go. I mean, uh, We'll be talking to him again in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we try not to get the winners all the time, but I mean, I think Caden might just have to be a regular. Yep. Um, oh, a question before we let you go. For the Queensland rounds, like, there's only a week in between. Are you guys planning on maybe just staying the week and, and going from QMP to Coolum or are you going home in between? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the plan. I think we're staying because it's pretty expensive to fly back and yeah. fly back again same week so yeah i think we're staying and riding a couple tracks in queensland and all that stuff nice well another one we're booking in for the studio nick yep uh because we're only we're kind of nearly smack bang in between qmp and and coolum uh so um yeah we'll have to get you in studio bud and and have a good time yeah, here. for sure uh but that's it i mean we appreciate your time we'll get you back on again continue the role buddy you are yeah six points off the red plate so uh, another performance yeah, thanks guys thank Thanks again for having me. No, I appreciate another performance like the weekend, bud, and you will get those new graphics on that bike. It'll it'll be going red for sure, mate. Hopefully. I I can see it happening for sure. But, yeah, dude, thanks so much for your time tonight and enjoy the rest of your night. What is it? It's only just the beginning of your night, really. Yeah. Six or something like that. So. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Cheers. All right, Trent. Caden Minia. <laughs> what a character. He's 14 years old. <laughs> um, Good head on his shoulders for 14, dude. And, you know, and he talks about the way he talks about his mum, his dad, his family, what's important to them and, you know, the way they compose themselves and talking and stuff like that. Mm. I have a lot of respect for this kid. Yeah. And uh, he came I, in like a wrecking ball. I mean... <laughs> Dude. What more can you say? In what a, a, a 12 minute interview we just did with him, we've just become big fans of Kato yep. Media. Yep. Uh, full of character. And don't, hey, don't lose it. No, no. Don't sh- lose sh- it. No, and keep that. For that age as well. It's crazy. These kids. These damn kids. These damn kids. I mean, just uh, look bad. Talent and uh, charisma to go with it. So, um, but uh, yeah. Interesting to take out of that. Yeah. Of. How much he compares the track, uh, the the Gum Valley track to Manji, Manji, and you know other tracks. Well, you are, you asked that on Monday night. You said I'd like to go to Manji now and compare the yeah. two. Um, and I mean Webster compared it, and and Caden, and he's in like a few of his local tracks as well. Mm. That come close to that as well, which dude, that surprises me completely. Yeah, that's some pretty cool tracks over there. Um, that's a trip that we are going to go on one day. Is uh, WA? Yep. Uh, but. That's going to be it. That's going to wrap up Promex Rewind from Mackay. Gun Valley. Probably, uh, I hope we hope we see this one on the schedule every year, Trent. This one was very, very cool. Hope to see a lot of more a lot more events at the facility as well. Mm. And uh, I can't wait to go back. 100% will be Wadonga. Can you say that correctly? Wadonga. Thank you. Uh, I'll be there. You'll be watching it from the probably here studio or yep, yep. or uh from home what's the date for that uh, good question 
I'm gonna book the flights to <laughs> this week sometime. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it'll it'll be on down there. I think we have vintage down there. Hey, that'll be cool. Uh, let me confirm that when I'm playing with the wrong mouse doesn't really help the situation. Uh, but yeah, I think we got a few extra. You know the the different classes um, that they cool. put in. I'd so. like to see the vintage class there and a new track. I haven't seen it before and so it'd be great to watch it and hear you talk about it as well. Um, would have liked to have gone to that one, but yeah, I got I got lucky with Mackay. Yes. Yes, you did. And I feel like I'm going to the cold. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it fucking snows, <laughs> bud. <laughs> Don't you give me that. Uh, Wodonga is the 1st of May. So there you go. Ah, okay. So yeah, I literally... Oh, that's right. Because that's on... Sunday and I have to leave on the Tuesday. That's right. There's a reason. Uh, No, so it's just only MX1, MX2, MX3. My bad. It's Maitland. No, Gilman that we have a something else. I'm I'm scanning the website now. This is how professional we seem to be here. Uh, Yes, MXW at Gilman is back. Yep, absolutely. Uh, The vintage ones, I think, are further up in the the series. Uh, But yeah, that's it. We're, uh, We're done. We're out of here. That's everything you need to know. Anyone who wants to, to hate on the uh, TV broadcast, it's much better. Yeah. They improved. That's all we can And ask. that's what I said from the first round. I said, I need to see, as long as there are improvements, I ain't going to say a thing. So you, it's going to be interesting though, because I sat through it and you're at the track. Now we vice versa. It's going to be interesting to see what you think of the television and, and obviously me uh, being at the track. But uh, I hope it's like four degrees blowing <laughs> a gale. Not for the rider's sake, but just for your sake. Yeah. I want you to really feel the event and emphasize the cold. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, but that's uh, Primax Rewind. Again, guys, if you want more content from us here at the Moto Limited Network or the Moto Limited Show live, 6.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, or you can re-listen to that in the archive if you would like, uh, as well as our race recap cap podcast which is uh u.s stuff if you're interested in the u.s stuff and then don't forget as well go on to youtube uh moto limited show and you get to see the post race how was your day interviews from uh every round as yep. well so yep. there's one up already from Mackay. didn't get to do some of the 450 guys just with the travel plans guys it was literally in and out and it was funny because we all pretty much looked at each other in the airport when we got there it was just like okay we got it we made it we're here um so yeah a lot of the 250 guys and then of course uh, i did run into matt moss while I was on my way uh, back down to where the, the rental car was parked and it was a pretty emotional one for him as well, which is disappointing, Trent. Yeah, which we spoke about. So yeah. uh, going to be interesting to see what happens for the next couple of rounds, but trends are starting to form. Yep. We're starting to see the, the cream rising to the top. So Primax is back. No sign of the spicy cough issue yet. The what? The spicy cough. Never heard of it. Yep. Uh, but let's hope that stays out of it. We can get a full championship in because it's been great racing so far. We hope to see more, but uh, we're out. We'll see you guys and talk about it very soon. Wodongo round number three. See ya.